Raiders of Teferi's Puzzle Box is rated M for mature audiences only. It may contain nudity, sexual situations, strong language, and monsters that will eat you. The thoughts and opinions stated by Sam, Josh, and Clarence are their own and in no way reflect MTG cast, Wizards of the Coast, Hasbro, or our mom, who tried really hard to teach us the right things to do and say. The following impressions left by Raiders can be helped by strong antipsychotic meds and therapy. Do not swim for up to two hours after listening to Raiders of Teferi's Puzzle Box. Previously on Raiders of Teferi's Puzzle Box. Alright, so I'm prepared for whatever's about to happen, but uh, the best thing I watched on television this week was Hell's Kitchen. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Along with... Vampires. I like conspiracy theories, but I don't like retarded conspiracy theories. A man who was seduced by a cow. She wanted As it. As I said. See the way she dressed? The way she reads that bell? There was a Hindi <laughs> young man. He was 18. So the cows are sacred. Well, after he was caught, seduced, he had sex with her, and he was caught having sex with the cow. And uh, his friend or buddy walks around the corner, sees him fucking the cow, holding him from the behind, you know, <laughs> thrusting, whatever. Holy and uh, he goes and tells mouth. the elders, and the elders, seriously, this is, uh, the elders tell him, you must marry the cow. So they get wow. married. They get married, and uh, well, to make a long story short, it didn't work out, and so the cow had to be drowned. So they drowned the cow because the guy was having sex with it, which I really think is unfair. So, so you're saying have the guy? So you're saying like next time I'm in a fight with my wife, I can drown her in the bathtub and it'll be okay? <laughs> if you were Hindu, wow, how the fuck did you get that out of what I said? <laughs> um, Holy shit! I'm- oh, by the way, you're an asshole. So the and only time you've actually ever really had a gun pointed. Ah, did you see that on the internet? Red tube. I, I thought that just looked like I, you. I, I didn't know that. Like I'm weak. I mean, <laughs> He's no. got a magic joke. He makes everything disappear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leader in balls. That's his tagline. Yeah. It's I, like it's like when Clarence told awesome. me that one time. They said, "Hey, Google Bukaki," and I was like, "What's Bukaki?" And he was like, "You'll see." <laughs> <laughs> and boy, did I. Okay. That's totally messed. Up. What would you do for a thousand dollars this week? I would steal my brother's green man suit full-body green latex suit, and they call it the green man suit, and he just runs around most of the time in the it episode. It goes over the head and the face as well. Yeah, it's, like it's literally full-body. Full it's like blue man and, and green like, And I, I've thought long and hard about this, and I, I think this is the one I decided on. I'd go door-to-door to people's houses. <laughs> Love it already. And I would ask them if I could buy their children. <laughs> and the last squad, I'll tell them, that I'd like to bring them to my house and I teach them. I gotta stop you, man. No one's gonna ask why. <laughs> oh, why? Like, are you you a babysitter? No, no, no. We're looking to go out as here as ten minutes. As soon as I tell them why, it'll be pretty cool. I'm gonna say. <laughs> I'm, gonna be like, I'm going to yet. teach them how to be ultimate ninja warriors. <laughs> Y'all ready?
Hello and welcome to Raiders of the Crazy Puzzle Box. This is episode 12. Um, you can find us on Yahoo.com. iTunes. And iTunes where you can find us too. <laughs> you can, uh, that's where you can email us, is Yahoo.com. You can find us on Facebook. At uh, Raiders of Tiberius Puzzle Box, all, all in word. Right. You can find us other places too, like your mom's. And uh, I'm probably going to start as a Twitter account too, so you can follow us there, and I can update you on when the newest episodes released. Um, you can also you can, find us. In- my name's Josh. Hi, I'm Sam. I'm grape flavored. I'm Clarence, and I'm Jason. And I can never top eight, but get really close. Oh, uh, <laughs> poor Jason. So we get together once a week to not talk about magic. And then we talk about magic. So uh, let's let's start it off with Jason. I wanted to ask you something. You recently got married, right? Yes. I remember before you got married, you were telling us about this girl you were dating and how she's really freaky and she's got a sex swing. <laughs> Why don't you tell us a little more about the sex swing since we've only seen pictures of it? What do you want to know about it exactly? Like uh, how the setup works, or all of it. Where, okay, where is it in the house? What was your first impression of it? Yeah, okay, let's let's start with that. You uh, okay, I'm like, what the fall? Like, seriously, have you ever seen one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, only in pictures, though. We've all watched Sex in the City. That's not true. No. no. You made you a clarence. <laughs> Damn it, I have. <laughs> I used to no. one from you, dude. No, <laughs> no well, like, first, okay, it's first to point out this isn't in our current house. Sure. It's in her mom's house. Oh, that's <laughs> exciting. <laughs> Wait, was it hers? Can you give me her mom's is it, number? Is it her mom's? She's single. That's hot. Um, yeah. Well, I, well no <laughs> shit. She has a sex swing. You're not going to have no. if you're married. But, no, seriously, was it her mom's or hers? No, no, no. It's hers, but... And her mom was okay with this? Because that takes some installation. No, they definitely was okay. And, yeah, installation is serious. Like, that's that's actually, I want to bring up this No, fuck this. Did they share the sex swing? Like... Mom's like, like, I got it on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. It was there a sex swing, sex swing schedule? <laughs> because you don't want to be walking <laughs> no, in that you know, shit. You know, actually, I have no idea about the sharing. Okay, what I was going to say is, uh. the time when Jason did tell me about it was, he walked into the room and there's a little hook on the ceiling. The sex swing wasn't hanging from it. No. And he was like, what is that? And that's where it came yeah. out. Okay, so, what did it... No, it was so confusing. Like, I walk in, and there's this thing in the ceiling, and this big-ass spring that's like six inches long... Yeah. And uh, <laughs> a spring suspended from the ceiling. And I'm like, looking at it, thinking, what the hell is that? So she hung the last guy? Yeah. So I'm asking, what is this? It's for my sex swing. This is like the first, you know, night or show I probably stayed with her. And like... How long have you known her at this point? Yeah. We've well, known her for a long time. I've right? known her for a long time, okay. but this was like shortly after I oh. had started talking to her again, and so it was just kind of like, "Hey, yeah, how you doing? Catching up? Small talk. Here's my sex swing. Let's get in bed." <laughs> I think I don't. You think got a swing, and you're asking me to get in the bed? Well, no, that's what I'm thinking. Like, once you say that you have a sex swing, I, the next step is the bed. Well, I bet you got to watch like a video about it first, right. or something. I mean, there's got to be something. <laughs> oh no, dude! When you get it up there, like it's really. <laughs> at first, you're just like, I was scratching my head, like. I could totally How see there's like work? a TV VCR combo that she brings out of the closet mm-hmm. with a sex swing educational tape, pops it in. I want you to sit through this and watch so uh, there's no accidents during. <laughs> yeah, I know. It looks dangerous. I don't know. I've so I assume now that since it was hers, you've used it, right? What's okay? So we're, I'm hoping we're in case to someone that. doesn't know, okay, hanging from the ceiling and then and lowered from it, <laughs> it there's like basically. Uh, some straps yeah, it's where like, it's like a harness yeah, kind of it's kind of like where there's the straps where like 
the, the female can sit, and then there's, like, stirrups, basically, to kick her legs out. Right. And so she's standing, like, supported from the ceiling. It's all and the stirrups are adjustable, right? So yes. you can put them up yeah. higher. Oh, I mean, you could do some weird... Could she put her legs behind her head? All right, and so the purpose of this is so you can get your female into whatever position you want, and... Put your wiener in her. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Okay, so yeah, alright, that's what a sex wing is for the uneducated. Really? Wiener. <laughs> <laughs> I have kids, I have to refrain from the, the more profound use of the I say the penis way. all the time. Yeah, I, I do say penis, but wiener and penis, that's that's what I, you know, call it around the house. Alright, so you guys get into bed that night. Did you break out the sex <laughs> no, wing? No, 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 not no. No, we didn't. Not that night. Okay, well, uh, get to that night. No, actually, here's the thing. I, we've never used it. Oh my god! <laughs> Jason's gonna be leaving for about <laughs> 30 minutes, and we'll see him in 30 minutes when he tells the, us about the first time well, he used the sex Can thing. we use stream this? Well, here's the problem. Like, uh, at that time, she was living with, obviously, at her mom's house. Yeah, but her mom obviously knew about this. Like, Clarence said, there's uh, some installation involved. Yeah, it was hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, dude, it's like dead bolted into <laughs> <It's> like, like <laughs> fucking. She keeps it stunned. <laughs> yeah, she's a stud finder and shit. I mean, sure. exactly. There's you probably had to have a guy come in and do it to make sure it's done right. It's like a Eucalyptus plant. And he probably charged her. Right? Right. There's no questions that that's what this is used for. No. <laughs> I mean, no. Her mom knows she has it. So, what does her mom think was going to be going on? You think it was? I don't get it. I don't know. We just never got to using the swing. Like, and the pro- well, this is why. It's because you only laugh. I'm listening. No, this no, is, this no. This is it. the why because we would be somewhere. I don't know. We'd rush back and uh, it just wasn't. I don't want to say time because I don't want to agree with Clarence's <laughs> statement on that, but it's not necessarily that. It's just we didn't make it to the swing. You know what I mean? No, yeah, I don't. So, so you always early? Did, yeah. No. Yeah. That's not it. Minute man. Being a minute man is not. I mean, is she available to call right now? We could call her. <laughs> you have so, a good speakerphone? Maybe. Let's call her. Let's call. Her. Let's call Marlene. All right. Marlene's his wife. That's a good. Okay. All right. I wonder if they can. So phones ring. We'll get it really close. All right. Keep it really close. Marlene. Yeah. Hey, uh, we're doing the show right now, and they wanted me to call you on speakerphone because they want to ask you a question. What's that? Well, Jason was telling us about some equipment that you had in your previous bedroom that was, uh, for lack of a better term, a, a sex swing. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. It. It's okay. Uh, is that true? Okay. And what he also brought up, though, after you know we were all got it, we all got excited. We're, we're men, and um, we wanted to find out why you guys haven't used it yet. It's not in my house. If you can get it moved over here, I'd be more than happy to use it. Okay. So, <laughs> there, there, there had to be opportunities that arose because you guys are married now, so you 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 you've done it a lot, I imagine. They don't live there anymore. Yeah, but when you did live there, there were incidents where you guys did it. You had sex? There were there were times it was available and it didn't get used. When you, I don't know, it, I, we we found it just hard to believe that like you you, you have this go through the trouble to spend the money and you get this thing and it's great and you, it's something you enjoy doing. When the options there, why not do it? It's like that's why guys masturbate as often as they do. They have the opportunity, so they do it. And the equipment. And the equipment, obviously. That that that's just where our curiosities arose. That was all. 
We're <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a question, was it? No, not really. <laughs> Damn it. So the place you're living in now, is there a place to put it? The place you're living in now, is, is there a place to put it? Okay. <laughs> well, so we're gonna buy Jason a stud finder, right? And uh, so you guys can work on that. So next time we have Jason on, maybe he'll have a good story for us. No. God, Jason. <laughs> well, Marlene, it was nice talking to you. Thanks for answering the call. Hey, Marlene, you're awesome. Bye. 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 I don't even know. A, what to say. a stripper pole. <laughs> yeah, she has a portable stripper pole. What else? What else? Because there's got to be. That's two. There's got to be something what, else. What does she do for a living? Uh, she is an EMT. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> right. No. 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 Listen to this shit. On our wedding day, right? As a matter of fact, I got a beef I need to bring up with you. I eat. So- <laughs> I, I, eat I eat it at Sonic the day before my wedding. And I would like to know why the next morning I woke up with explosive diarrhea and a a sick ish. What did you have? Uh, Frito Chili Pie. (laughs) (laughs) Ta-da! Alright, so anyways, it it, it was pretty hot out that day, and you know, I'm sick. Standing there, getting married, and then we go out to take pictures. And it's really hot, and I'm feeling like, I'm like, damn, I'm gonna pass out. Feeling terrible, so we get home, and I, I, I can bet very few people have had this happen. You know, having a wife who's an EMT, she's like, I got something to make you feel better. She's like, lay on the couch. So I'm like, uh, okay. And she comes back in the house. She's like, give me your arm. I roll out my arm, and it's just like, oh, that's a needle going into my arm. <laughs> and that's an <laughs> IV <laughs> of fluids. So I chill on my couch while receiving an IV of fluids, and I felt a lot better after yeah. that. Okay, well, I think I can kind of answer this. Lodo Freeze, Cheeto, uh, Cheeto Frilly, oh, help me out. Cheeto <laughs> Chili Pie. Chili pie. <laughs> this you. episode is brought to you by Everclear. And why not to take it intervenously? <laughs> but Maker's right, Everclear would like to remind you, don't drink and drive, just drink and fly. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, if, you know... Frito chili pie is gonna hit your stomach like a brick. Then you get married the next day. It's just and you're in tux and hot weather. Come on. I already oh. felt like I was gonna have explosive diarrhea on my wedding day just because I was like doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no? which one, Clarence? Uh, the second. The second one you didn't have it in your first wedding day? No, because I knew that wasn't gonna work. <laughs> oh, okay. That's awesome. Um, Jason, on my wedding day, I don't even know what I ate the day before, but I had Mushrooms. explosive diarrhea. <laughs> they had mushrooms. That the before. Oh, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Did I? I don't know. I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, but things. yeah, I think it was more. It's more about the nerves. Yeah. I really I, do. And the Frito Chili no, even probably did not help. Did even I going say into it super confident everything's going to be yeah, fine, it's still subconsciously huge. I don't know. Frito Chili Pie. It's a big deal. I mean, <laughs> others, no. even I with felt the, like the first marriage that Clarence and I went through, you, you well, still... Yeah, I felt me and Josh were married. I was a little, like, I was a little anxious. <laughs> <Cheers. laughs> Uh, yeah, we talked about enough. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about television, guys. What was the best thing you watched on television this week? Oh, that's easy. Is it? Yeah. Well, then, uh, then go first. The Brock, Brock Lesnar Shane Carwin fight. Is uh, anyone here watching? Talked UFC? about all night. Oh, well, I about it, but I didn't even watch it. But like the, the guys I was working with and some other guys. Was it actually good? Yeah. 
I heard it was pretty amazing. Like, nodding your head. Let, let, me, you let, let me tell you why I liked it. I was sitting in a place where I was the only person rooting for Brock Lesnar. Wow. And after crazy. round one, everyone was shit talking me so hard. It was like, oh my god, well, he's getting his ass beat. Okay, round one. Brock Lesnar comes out and Shane Carwin just basically rocks him all round one. He he knocks him down and uh, he gets a mount on him and he's just pounding his face into the ground. Then he's all bloodied up. Looks like both of his eyes are pretty much swollen shut. Everyone's like, oh, that's not good. Here's the thing about Brock Lesnar. In uh, in college, he was a four-time national champion. Champion. His record was like 104 wins and five losses. Wrestling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's like, if he gets you on the ground, you're done. So what happens around two? Like ten seconds into the fight, he tackles Shane Carlin, chokes him out. Fight's over. So I loved really? it. Thought it was great. That, that's a. Uh, I'm not How a fan of like watch short it. fights. Do it. How much did you pay to watch it? I paid nothing because I. You saw it somewhere. I watched it. With, oh yeah, there was a cover. Well, no, I watched no, it over at Kais. Oh, I watched it at Buddy's house. I thought you said you watched it at that bar. I'm sorry. Yeah, what I'm saying though is I've never been a UFC fan, and and when you tell me stories like this, I don't want to be. Well, like, here's the thing: bad first round because the guy gets pounded. Second round, he taps out because he or chokes him out. I bought. He can't. But he think came about back. this: being That's a fan, thing. being a fan of it, you don't have to invest a lot of time. You go to YouTube, you watch a 10 second video, and you're like. That was awesome. And now I, I could talk about it. I used to want to watch UFC, and I bought a pay-per-view once. The main event lasted seven seconds. I haven't watched UFC since. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I know I kind of follow, like, when I hear it, you know, and sure. I know who Brock Lesnar is I because he's amazing. But I won't ever pay for it again. Yeah, I guess if someone said, hey, you want to come over and watch the fight, drink some beer, I'd say yeah. That's what I do. I don't ever pay for it. And that's just that one fight only might be 10 seconds, you know what would but sell you're, me it's though? not just one fight. The last word they said, drink some beer. <laughs> not, there, not if you want to watch the fight. I did discover one guy, and I'm not real big in UFC, you but discovered if, him? if there's something <laughs> in... Yes. He's walking around with glasses <laughs> on the newspaper. Like, I did. <laughs> me. How big is it? Would you yeah. say? How big as the babies are? Anyways, uh, <laughs> this guy, Chris Lieben, check him out if you don't know him. Uh, basically, the more he gets up, the better he gets. Like the Hulk. Pretty That's much awesome. like the Hulk. Like, he is like, right, and then in the fight of the night, he it's is horrible. like stumbling, and he's all stunned, and he just comes out of nowhere and wins. Just decks the guy. Hmm. My kind of fighter. That's he, awesome. He doesn't guard know. himself. Go ahead, man. Best thing I saw on TV this week, well, it wasn't on TV, but I finally watched uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine. Sweet. I hadn't watched it, and... So that was the second best thing I saw on television because then I started watching the other X Men movies and <laughs> watched X Two again. The Nightcrawler opening, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I sometimes just watch that. Yeah, seven minutes in. Yeah, no. seriously. Yeah, so good. The Nightcrawler opening is because the movie just comes to a dead stop after that. I mean, it gets better. Don't get me wrong. We've talked about it in the past, but like, it's like they show that scene. And it's amazing. Then it just comes to a complete halt with that scene in the uh, mall or whatever. Yeah. What was your favorite scene from that movie? Which one? The Origins. Wolverine Origins. Uh, I don't know. There were quite a few. I think I really liked the uh, the the Deadpool like the first time when he runs in with the, he's hitting the bullets and he's like, okay, there's dead guys in here. Right, <laughs> Will did make an awesome way. Will said, oh, I Up mean that. Like so yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. There's a. There's a lot of controversy. A lot of people hated the movie because of that, but I don't know. It was entertaining as I, shit. Yeah, I enjoyed it. My favorite... My, I have a favorite scene of that movie. It was, uh... Oh, the fact they made uh, Domino an Asian man. <laughs> <laughs> that, was that was pretty sweet, I thought. 
Okay. That wasn't a moment, was it? The rest thing I saw on television this week was uh, I got Netflix in, and one of them was I put the eight films to die for. And if you guys don't know what this is, every year there's a horror fest where they do a, a contest and eight films win, and then they are released under the eight films to die for logo. And you can buy a best of collection that has like 15 of them on there. Right. So, so I, every year I always put them on our Netflix and we get them in. And the one we got in. Uh, was Dread, and if you guys haven't seen it, check it out, it's pretty badass. Basically, it's about some college students, and they're going to do a thesis paper, a video thesis, on people's fear, and why they have it, and everything. And uh, the gentleman whose idea it was, was six years old when an axe murderer came and chopped up his family in front of him, and he barely escaped. So he's had this fear this whole time, and he wants to get over it, because Every single night he has a, a nightmare. Every single time. And he can't even look at a woman without seeing blades chop her up and shit. <clears throat> so he convinces his friends to do this, this thing with him. And they, they each have their own little hidden secrets. And, uh, like, the other guy that's doing it with him, his brother died when he was 15 years old by getting drunk and driving a car into a wall. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so basically the point is, he, the guy that got his parents all chopped up, corners these people and makes them live out their worst fear uh, to the point of most of them dying almost like uh, the Saw movies like he puts them to a, a place where you gotta do this or you die and he makes them confront it and it's really psychological not very gory but I thought that was really cool so it's probably inspired by Saul to some extent well I think I don't know any movie can be inspired by something else yeah, you're gonna, yeah. you're gonna most find, movies are you're gonna find relations with different movies but this was definitely more psychological not nearly as gory I, I really like the psychological what about you Sam what did you see okay yeah it is that's a dread I uh, watched the complete second season of Party Down sweet it Josh hasn't seen it but there's a couple there was a couple hilarious moments that I I I really want to mention one that I kind of... I'm going to finish what I started telling you earlier, pretty much. Uh, at the beginning of the episode, uh, the, it, I've mentioned the whitest kids you know, the sketch comedy. It, the main character off of that, Trevor, is the main character also on Party Down. So that's what got me watching it, actually. That and Josh and Candace both telling me I should. Uh, anyways, his name's Henry, and uh, he had just become team leader, actually, at, at the end of season one. And this is like... Episode two of season two. Sorry, Josh. And uh, and and he had just given Ron his uh, Ron, the old team leader, his old boss from season one, his job back to work under him. And so Ron's like in this heavy depression state, dealing with all sorts of issues because he had all this shit happen that I I won't run for Josh. And for uh, you. And it shows him back in the staging area getting food ready. And Ron turns to Henry and he goes, "Boy, what's the premise of the show?" Oh, they work there. Uh, party Party Down's the name of the show, and Party Down is the is a catering company. That, that's usually five to six people working these little pods. It's supposed to be five star catering. And it's supposed to be like five star catering. Yeah, they do all sorts of things and like movie premieres. And everybody that works concerts. For Party Down is and they're usually like an actor. Yeah, yeah, someone striving to be an actor or a writer. Maybe a washed up actor. Yeah, uh, in Henry's case, he had done like some beer commercials and was like a one hit wonder and given up on acting. And uh, anyways, Ron was always a striving, he was a striving businessman, he wanted to move up in the company, that was his whole deal, and he had finally like tried to do something with his life and it just failed miserably. So he's in like this complete horrible depressed stage, and uh, he turns, and this, and this is the opening of, of the episode, he turns to Henry and he's like, Henry, when you come, how much stuff comes out? 
and then it, it stops right there and does the opening sequence. And it turns out that Ron ha, uh, has like huge testicles and comes like I think it was like a 1.5 liters per <laughs> cum. <laughs> like just just find out the amount. Well, like at the at the party that they're doing a party for a, a doctor, and there was all these all sorts of other doctors around. They actually got a urologist, and they said, "Can we get a sample?" <laughs> and uh, so he went and provided a sample, and that actually caused all that to happen. Yeah, and, sure. and, and you see, you guys, you should really check out this show. Um, on our last podcast, I mentioned that I use a uh, TVShack.net to watch my shows. Well, the two days after that podcast, we recorded that the government seized that site, and so they relocated. It's now TVShack.cc. So. Uh, go there and you can catch all 20 episodes of Party Down. I don't think they're doing any more of the show's dead, right? I don't think so. I think it's going, man. Really? Okay. I, I mean, I honestly don't know. I, think uh, I hope it's still like going. A limited thing. I don't know. Anyway, so uh, that's what we watched on TV. Um, what is with all the new midget shows? Does that, actually, has anyone noticed that? I actually had a theory about Brock Lesnar being like a mid, uh, Voltron midget. Like, <laughs> there's all there's like 10 midgets and they're like, for Brock Lesnar, have you seen this guy? He looks like an animal. He's walking at like 6 foot something and his knuckles are still dragging on the ground. His arms are as big as one of us. He's, he's uh, a freaking monster, dude. <laughs> like bench press in the set. <laughs> no, but you seriously though, you've got the little midget family TV show where it's like the two midget parents and like a midget son and a tall What's son. What's that called? Like Small World? Yeah, sm- yeah, and Little People, Big World. That's what it and is. And then yeah. there's. You really need to like, talk a whole lot. Sometimes I, I tangent. It's you right. said something about midgets and it was like, Party Down was so cool. Well, th- the thing oh. I was going to say is they have all these midget shows midgets. now. And I don't know if they're like trying to promote public awareness about midgets or what, but there's one like. The Little Chocolatiers. And I'm not sure if it's trying to be serious or a comedy. Is it, like, is it Black Midget? No, it's like... It's like <laughs> <laughs> I think there are some on there. But, uh... No, it's <laughs> midgets making chocolate. And they're, like, in doing it for things. So and I'm like, is this Oompa Loompa? Wait, wait, wait. wait. Do, they, do they, like, do it really wrong and they, the camera just keeps rolling? Is it starring Johnny Depp? No. <laughs> no. I just laugh. I'm have like, you seen the show that you're talking about? Yes, I've seen it. Do they actually... No, it's it? serious. They're like, we gotta make chocolate and be the best chocolatiers there are, and what? we're midgets. There's probably like seven are there chocolatiers lots of chocolatiers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's called... The show's called The Little Chocolatiers. Well, well like, two that. midget chocolatiers equal one No, it's a whole... Regular chocolatier. Ooh, good question. But it's a whole horde of them, man. <laughs> what <laughs> is that? Horde? That's kind of scary. Midgets freak man. All right. <laughs> I don't care. Right, you go into like this chocolate store to buy your wife or your girlfriend something, and you see midgets. I'm going out. Yeah. <laughs> okay, no, if it's just one midget, it's okay. Human chocolate here. So but midgets like, in numbers is scary. But but midget porn is okay. Josh, uh, what's the best podcast you listen to? <laughs> <this> podcast <laughs> like, that's usually my job. Sorry. <laughs> was uh, Adam Carolla's? I checked. Out, <coughs> whenever you go on to iTunes and you click on podcast, it comes up with like the top ten, and you can do audio or video. Well, I only want to do audio because, in my opinion, a podcast is only audio. And if not, then it's a video feed. I don't know. It's like a recorded it's a video. Right. It's simply just that. It's a viral video. Right. Viral. So, I listen to Adam Carolla's because he's always on top five. I'm like, what's the big deal? And I know who the guy is. And, uh... Who is he? He's a hit and miss comedian. Yeah, <laughs> well, it turns... He was he was in the man show with uh, Jimmy Kimmel. That was his breakout. Right. That was, that's where most people are going to know him from. And uh, it turns out he, he writes a lot of stuff for people. He had a radio show for a long right. time, too. I think he still, he still does. does it. Yeah. That's basically what it is. It's oh, okay. his radio show. And okay. That's what I was going to say. Is he sits around and he just you know brings up the news, talks about the news. 
only he's able to curse and, you know, just go wherever he wants to with it. And he brings on a guest every time, or at least ones I've listened to so far. And, uh, <coughs> it's, it's, um... I heard the one where he had Dr. Drew on. Who's the That's dude the with the curly to. hair? Howard Stern. It's like Howard Stern, but leveled down. You know, so that you, you but he's not a huge pervert, right? Not a huge pervert, but still a perv. You know, still oh, yeah, he still get there. He can still get there. He's yeah. a guy, and he did the man show. So, um, so yeah, the best podcast to listen to this week was Adam Carolla's show. You can check it out if you want to. What's it called? The Adam Carolla Show. All right, pretty hard. It's on, on the Ace Network. What about you, Sam? <sighs> best podcast I listened to this week. It's so hard not to say Smodcast because I listened to it this morning. It, cool. It's so good. Start ruining it for me. I haven't listened to it. Well, I don't remember anything particular about it. Um, I was happy to see though uh, a podcast. What about the Monday Night Magic preview thing? Though? Oh my God, was that good? We'll talk about that shit. Well, for one, Gavin was back on Monday Night Magic, and that was awesome. But it wasn't Monday Night Magic. It was an MTG cast special for their preview card, Dark Tutelage. Uh, but anyways, Gavin was back on. It was Gavin Conley, Jack, and Tom. Sure. And Dark Tillage uh, rocks. And Eric. Uh, was, yeah, Eric was on there too. Is yeah, he was because he, he was like the the antagonist of the show, if you will, because he he was like arguing. The, well, he wasn't arguing, but he put out the, the objective sides to a, a lot of the stuff they talked about, which made the show interesting. So thank you, Eric. You really did make that show, despite the fact the, that uh, the ca- card Dark Tillage, which is. Oh, it's it's a crappy black enchantment no, from M11. It is crappy. No one's gonna play it. Too crappy. Okay. Just tell me. I, I haven't seen it. Hey, dude, it's, it's being pre-sold at three ninety nine. But it's, it's one black, two colorless enchantment. That's dark confidant. Why wouldn't that see play? Just it's. I don't know. They compared it to Dark Confidant <coughs> and also Phyrexian Arena since it's an enchantment. And uh, they were saying that, you know, with the right deck build, it's a better card than Dark Confidant or Phyrexian It's harder to kill. Right, it's harder to kill. And you can control so much with the top card of your library right now between <laughs> Scrying and Halimar Depths and Jace the Mind Sculptor. I don't think <coughs> it'll see much play in Standard. I, I might see some yeah. play in Extended. Wait, I want you to say the card name and so I can record that and make it a soundbite. Dark Tutelage will not see much play in Standard. Okay. Neither, <laughs> neither will Blightning, will it, Josh? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I own up to my mistakes. I was wrong. I was if wrong. I end up being wrong about this, I'll own up. But I honestly believe You didn't think Blightning would I see... Didn't. Why? Shut up. I was <laughs> really opposed to Blightning. I remember that. Well, it, it, Wiltleaf Leech was in its prime. And Wiltleaf Leech alone did keep a lot of people from putting Blightning in their decks uh, at that time. As soon as it was gone, Blightning just exploded. That's when it really took off. Here, here's my one of my favorite ones similar to that. Uh... Alara Reborn draft. Kyle pulls out Peter Leech and he's sitting next to Logan and he's like, uh, you think this will see constructed play? And Logan looks at him and he's like, no, that's pretty terrible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's definitely... Logan's usually not... No, no, definitely. Too off, yeah. so that, that's, pretty, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. We'll have to remember that. I'm going to bring that up next week. The best podcast I listened to this week was Protection from Noob. Nice. God, I skipped that one. I, I dropped a couple podcasts. I haven't listened to the last two or three mana pulls. I didn't listen to Pursuit of Knowledge, and I did hey. not listen to the last two episodes of Protection from Noob. You know, it's Clarence's turn. The talk? <laughs> That's really all I... I mean, it was just... It was another... They previewed some cards. It was, it was just... It was good. It was it was Linux and, and I had a picture of the Titans. Oh, what's the other guy's name? That's their thing, and that's what made me listen to it. They Lizard took the faces the of the Titans, the Titans from uh, the <coughs> Eleven spoilers. Sure. 
and they took the Teen Titans cartoon okay. and then photoshopped the faces and it was pretty cool. Sure. I enjoyed that. I used to enjoy theirs just simply because I like how they have accents and they're talking about magic. But I, like I said... Alright, well, Jameson, do you, do you listen to podcasts? Uh, actually, the only podcast I listen to is this one okay. currently. But that's what everyone says. But I do have okay. something. It, it's in the same type of thing, but different subject. Uh, a radio show I listen to yeah. on a pretty regular basis. Um, I'm a big fan of classic rock, so listen to the Bob FM a lot. Sure. And on Sunday nights, they have uh, their Bacchanation on there, which is like the... I hate Bacchanation. What? Bikers Against Child Abuse. Why do you hate him? Dude, have you listened to the little opening of their show? It's like, we're not by law allowed to do anything to people, but if it comes down to it, and we're there, and that child's about to get abused, you better believe we'll put our lives on the line to protect that child. That is, that's like almost verbatim what they say. What the fuck? No, it's what do you do? You travel around and look for little kids and like, you're not going to beat that kid, are you? No. Because goddamn it, I'll stop you with my motorcycle. No, no, no. They, I don't get it. They could probably use a better opening, but the thing mm-hmm. I like about their show is... They is give away other, money. Uh, yeah, they give that's away the money. people listen to it. Other than what they stand for and do, that stuff is cool, but the things <laughs> that I like is... um. They will debate topics on there and have callers come in, like call <coughs> in and they will talk about it. And it's just great listening to them because yeah. they don't really care. They will just be like, you're such an idiot. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, and they hate environmentalists and they're like, what? Who cares? Just do it. Have you seen the South Park, uh, the F word? No. It's from uh, the most recent season. You should check it out. It's all about bikers. And they make a couple of references. You can just check it out. So... So those like why? Tell me like why you like that show. Tell me an instance. Uh, well, okay. So this is a good one. They have they have people calling about topics, and um, sometimes it's about really serious things, not so serious. But uh, one time they were talking about the oil spill going on, and they're like, if somebody's got you know an idea about how we can solve this, because apparently the dumbass in office can't do it, and that's what they said. This is one of my favorite. They topics. don't really like him, which. Whatever, but anyways, yeah, probably. Um, so they have a caller calling in, and this this is the funniest thing I've ever heard on the radio. He's like, you know, I've got this figured out. I don't know why it's so hard to solve. He goes, BP should just call up the head of Tampax. They've been stopping major leaks for years. Why can't they just make like some big ass tampon and shove it down there? Super absorbent, no leaks. I mean, come on. How would you keep it dry to get it down there? That would be it. That would be the feat. Applicators. Great big Walmart. <laughs> Beautiful! I'm saying, we have whole, the entire NASA crew. We can probably figure it out. <laughs> what we need is a giant tampon to fix the oil. Day 77. <laughs> wow. I've been cool. making tampons for fat women for years. Yeah. How bigger mean, could it be? Have you seen Jenna Jameson? She bound to have had flow at one point in time. What's, what's your favorite movie that was made before you were born? So if we can go around and tell our birthdays and then before we tell our movies, is that cool by you guys? Alright, sure. I was born in so 1979. Say your birthday before and then say your movie. Yeah. I was born in 1979. And, um... We call it the year of the Jew. <laughs> it was the year of the Jew. It was, was 1962, come on. <laughs> no. Everybody knows that. Too is when we all got killed. That's when they started making stainless steel menorahs. <laughs> 79 was when I was born, and it came down to movies, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with The Exorcist, and I don't really need to tell much about that. If you haven't seen The Exorcist, it's probably the uh, epitome of a classic horror movie. 
And I'm not gonna talk about that one. What I'm talking about is Dog Day Afternoon. Have you guys? That's awesome. Because that's what I was gonna movie. say, but I thought you might. So <clears throat> cool. I did not. It's uh, it's Pacino. He's young. He's probably in his twenties, early twenties, and it's the first really He's good dead. bank robbery movie. And I'm sure there's probably an older one, but I don't know about it. And so when I saw this movie, it, it was great. It's about three guys who go in and rob just a normal bank, and they end up getting everybody on their side. The entire public is, becomes aware of and everybody inside the bank actually wants them to get away with it. And they're not, they're not mean or harmful or anything, they just need the money. And I'm not going to tell you what for, because that's kind of the, the twist at the end. But, uh, I'll tell you what for. No, come on. Don't give that away. Because this isn't like a really well-known movie. Okay. So I, I do want people to check it out. Not to mention, it's not very often you find an older movie that you push play on and you can actually sit ten minutes through, right? It is, and it's good. It, ha- it has like that stay power. You can still watch right. it to this day. Today. Yeah, today's standards it's still be enjoyable. Now, in, oh, in recent years, I suppose it's pretty gay. Yeah, it is pretty gay. I agree, but it's still it's still it's un- a great movie. Unexpected, great movie, and there's a lot better bank heist movies now. That it followed in its footsteps, but this was the original, and it's still, yeah, Heist is good. Uh, Inside Man, Heat, Italian Job, Italian Job. Ah, yeah, oh, you did. I liked it. Anyway, so that was mine. Jason, why don't you go ahead? Well, <laughs> well okay. mine was easy. Well, uh, I was born in That's 1988. Jesus Christ! <laughs> that makes you how old? <laughs> 22. God damn, I'm old. <laughs> yeah. So, um. My favorite movie prior to then, since my movie you knowledge sell doesn't more go. more movies to choose <laughs> from? Yeah, well, you're probably not in line of my choice. It's, it's such an easy one, but it's just truly one of my favorite movies. You're going to say Star Wars. Right? I am. Return of the God Jedi. The, oh, uh, oh, okay, you say Return of the all Jedi. All right, I'll take that. Uh, it's I'm a huge Star Wars fan, oh, pretty much. A bunch of I, I, <laughs> anytime there's a new cartoon series, as lame as it sounds, I'm gonna watch it. Do you still watch uh, Attack of the Clones? Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm I'm actually gonna start watching. Them. It's good. It's good. It's the time. Return of the Jedi is my favorite movie of any of them. I'm a really big Star Trek fan, Ooh. and Sam is a really big fan of Star oh. Trek. <laughs> uh, I've never seen Star Trek, but Sam loves it. Smack you in the face. Is that with a bunch of Kenyan dudes? Okay, I, I thought about finally the ultimate problem with comparing Star Wars and Star Trek, but that is a total tangent. So let's 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 go on with this. That, that okay, so wait. tell why is Jedi better than the other two in your opinion? Because obviously, other two. Yeah, the other two, the original. Yeah, film. like A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. Um. I think the reason that I find that to be my favorite is that you get kind of a this just find out what's going on. It's kind of like the end of events, and it had a big dramatic lead up to it, and the switching over and what the. F- <laughs> it, everything was so final in that movie. They're like, "That's over. We won." That's it's not true. They blew up one station. We're talking about an intergalactic freaking <coughs> empire. And then I don't know. And you I really blew up like one station, and you think you won? We're not going to talk about semantics. Stupid. Yeah. Just telling us why you like. And I really okay, like the the close to the ending of the movie where you know Darth Vader and Luke end up working together to overthrow the Emperor. That's yeah. probably one of my favorite movie scenes ever. 
Sure. It turns out that's what the whole thing was building up to was was the rise and fall of Vader and everything. After seeing the prequels, it really made you focus yeah. in on Vader being the mo- more center interest of the movie. Yes, he was the antagonist as opposed to anything else. Yes, and like in that turn, that was it. I mean, that was yeah, like you said, that was huge. The first time you see that, you're just like yeah, tear in your eye, dude. You're wiping it away. It's amazing. Obi Wan Kenobi would be the closest second, but Darth Darth Vader is yeah you know, throughout the whole series. And it turns out he was the series. Yeah. Uh, I have two. I was born in 1981. Uh, when I was a kid, my favorite show was Wizard of Oz. And it's great. Color TV. Woo! <laughs> uh, it was originally not color, sir. And my f- my favorite movie... Well, one second on that. Um, Wizard of Oz, what do you think about the, the dude hanging in the background? True or false? Totally. I don't care about all you haters out there. They're gonna prove me wrong. Someone hung himself. Yeah, he was masturbating. Hung himself on set, and you can see it in the scene where the uh, they join with the line, they run off. They they covered it with like uh, something. Is the guy kind of shadow make it look like it's and like I know, a I know well you might or get something? Some comments on this saying no, it was blah blah blah. You're no. wrong. That was a dead munchkin. He was just trying guy. to cut it. Pull one out from underneath him. Midgets. Follow suit. I bet they make chocolate. Anyways. <laughs> it still wasn't quite high enough. The other the midget. other movie was uh, Rocky. Good one. That's 1976. It was. I almost thought that. It was uh, amazing. I, did, I just drank one. Oh, no. But it was the first time. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. I, lo- I love you so that you're still on. We all love you. Yeah, you two actress who played Adrian, whose name I don't know. The only thing he's ever done good. <laughs> the only thing he's ever done good is like the Rocky series and like the Rambo series. Everything else he's done is awesome. No. About, uh, yeah, and how many movies is that total? No, don't <laughs> get me wrong. 50. That's more than a lot of people have done, and more than I'll ever do. Don't get me that's, wrong. That's two franchises, though. That's fran. Yeah, exactly. He built two franchises. It's amazing. This has even been another. There's uh, got to be another Cobra. good one. Yeah, Cobra was awesome. Tango <laughs> <laughs> and Cash, mother. Oh, so horrible. It was so horribly it was awesome. So horrible. Oh, no. I like the one cliffhanger and then the Daylight. one with Sharon Stone. I don't remember. The specialist. Oh. <laughs> I don't care about that, but Assassins. He was in it with uh, Banderas. I will. I what? so was gonna say Star Wars. What year were you born? I was born in 1981 as well, uh, in November. So it was late 81. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not gonna say Mad Max. Uh, I'm gonna go. Oh, I really want to say Star Trek The Rathicon because I, I watched that a couple weeks ago. Actually, yeah. Sam says Mad Max. <laughs> <laughs> I never, I, I remember it slightly, but it's probably been 15 years since I've seen Mad Max, and I don't remember That's why I didn't like say it because I didn't remember much about it. I don't remember like, yeah, uh, that much about it to say that it was really good and everything. It was Mel Gibson free insanity. <laughs> it was Mel Gibson free uh, fucking. What, what's that fucking movie made? Some action, but yeah. I'm getting a driving this Daisy dr- like vibe from you, Sam. Are you sure that's not yours? That was I don't think that was before. Yeah, that was, yeah. I think that was like '85. Yeah, oh well. Yeah, you could have fit that one in, but. <laughs> I really want to say Predator as well, the first Predator. It wasn't before you. I was so no, it, wasn't. It, was, it was 1980. It's, it was 1980. No. no. Look it up. Somebody look it up. I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll get back to that in a minute. Um, We're going to go with the uh, Unbelievable Life. By the way, that's what we said. I'm a regular anchor. <laughs> Monday through Friday. 
but Saturday and Sunday they kind of, I just kind of bury them. Well, I forgot to schedule one on Saturday, so I've got a, a 15 year old that knows how to make onions, and I call him up and I'm like, where the hell are you, where the hell are you at? <laughs> And he's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, you were on the schedule to make onion rings today. And he's like, no, I checked the schedule yesterday. I wasn't on there. So I walk over, write his name on the schedule, and I'm like, dude, I'm looking at the schedule. You've been on here all week. <laughs> and so he gets to work, and he's like, I'm so sorry. I didn't see my name. And I was like, well, you need to check your schedule better. I'm going to have to start writing you up. Because, you know, when you're scheduled, you need to be here. And so I just went with that, and here's... here's <laughs> And he's a better person because of it. <laughs> <laughs> he was really freaking out because he thought I was going to write him up. And I've done that way. Basically, did we yeah. disclose the name? It, it was Bo. It was Bo, okay. Bo, if you're listening, you were really not scheduled that Saturday. <laughs> hey, Josh, next time you see Bo at work, <laughs> tell him about our podcast. <laughs> I, I don't see Bo. What episode I see is like this? 12? This is episode 12, right? This is episode 12. Uh, yeah, you should have told him about episode 12. <laughs> and, and the Predator was 1987. That's so nice. So, you could have said the Predator. So, yeah, I could have said the Predator. <laughs> predator 2 was 1990. I was just living vicariously through you, Jason. Are you excited about the new one coming out? <laughs> yes, I am, actually. Okay. Robert Rodriguez directs, man. That's yes. pretty badass. Yes. It's been a while since that guy's done anything. Was it uh, the, the Spirit? No, the, the, wasn't yeah. it the Spirit? Was that the last one? I Planet of Terror? Was it? Planet Terror was way before Spirit, okay. dude. No, yeah, Planet Terror was before Sin City. I remember no, that shit came out when no, I was Blackwell, dude. No, no I, I'll be just before Spirit, but I'm before Sin City. Before Sin City. Yeah, Sin City big time. Okay, okay, we're going to know Sin City, Planet Terror. No. Okay. I'm looking forward to this shit. Well, yeah, okay. Like a droid, might as well. Droid. It's not what. It can't do. It's what it can do, or something like that. Anyway, you get so Skype on Droid. That's sick, yes, dude. You Shut can. the fuck up okay. about his phone. <laughs> uh, but I don't piss my phone. But that's after this story. So um, I used to. I didn't tell this story, but it involves me. So we'll we'll, we'll roll with it. Absolutely. Me and my buddy Kais. Uh, we used to party and we go to random parties and there'd be people there. And we'd always tell this story when people were starting to get a little bit drunk. <laughs> and this is how the story goes. He would say, you know, I was driving down 14th Street, and uh, I saw I saw Jason's car. It was parked at Kid's Castle, which we don't have anymore, but used to be there next to El Patio. Essentially, it's Kid's Castle as well. Uh, it's like a kid's playing area with like a little maze and ball pit type thing, and like Video games with tickets and things of that nature. It's like a miniature showbiz pizza. Yeah, and uh, so... He's like, he saw my car there, and it was late at night. So, he pulls in, and he comes on in, and he hears me, like, just singing away, drunkenly singing away, and then I guess I saw him, and I told him to come over to me, and I'm laying there in the ball pit with a half bottle of Jack left, chugging away, saying, Kais, come join me, it's so much fun in the ball pit. And that was literally the story, but here's the greatest part about it. People believed that constantly. And I would have people coming, this was like during high school, people would come up to me and ask me, did you really do that thing at Kid's Castle? Like, like, wow, that's fucking crazy, man. How did you not get arrested or caught? I'm like, I'm just that good. And it was like the legend of the ball pit Kid's Castle story. That just... See, I just went and bought my own ball pit and... 
got drunk and played in the ball, my own ball pit. <laughs> yeah, because then there's not kid piss everywhere. The first time was fine. The That's second fine. time I, I got sick well, and I wasn't like in the ball pit again. I thought the kid piss kind of enhanced the it. Kind of, it makes it feel like authentic. So ne- next time you get pissed on by a kid, it just brings you back. <laughs> ball pit. Ball pit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would go next, or shall I? Uh, okay, my unbelievable lie. Uh, I'm gonna set it up just a little bit. Uh, it was like a week or a week and a half ago. I went to a, mo- uh, a local pizza place with my with Josh. He, he invited my wife and I, and we went with his wife, and we had some drinks and some pizza. Well, uh, we went up. My wife and I went up to order a pizza, and uh, we were looking at their options, look at their calzone, and so she asked the lady at the register. She's like, "Do you guys have any pork-free calzones?" And the lady's like, well, yeah, of course, we have uh, the pepperoni and the ham and cheese. <laughs> Dead serious happens, I was there. And Candace goes, no, pork-free. And she's like, and she like reaffirmed it, yeah, the pepperoni and the ham and cheese. <laughs> and Candace goes, pork is pig. And, yeah, that, that was that. So basically, they did not have a kosher calzone for us to eat. Uh, <laughs> so... That inspired my life for this evening. I was making sandwiches at Subway earlier this evening, working in my wife's Subway making sandwiches. It was fun. And uh, they have this uh, at Subway. They have the cold cut trio, as I'm sure everyone's familiar with. The cold cut trio is is turkey bologna, turkey pastrami, and turkey ham. Something. It, it's all turkey, but but uh, but people are always asking, like, you, what is your cold cut combo pork? I get because I'd worked at Subways in the past and helped out before because my wife's been on the subway for many years, and so this question has been asked me so many times. So like this is my second night in a row to help them out, and I was waiting, just waiting for someone to ask. And when they did, I told them, "Yes, it is pork." <laughs> <laughs> and it was <laughs> no, it's not that good. I, it, it was a lot better in my head. It's it's so it's so not pork, and I told them it was. Let's see if I can save this subject. Alright, so I'm at work the other day, and uh, we have this attractive young lady that works with us, and she's single, and so there's a lot of guys, all the cooks, mm-hmm. and, and any guys that are single that, that serve with us. <clears throat> and uh, her What's name, her name? Her name is Haley, and she always wears long sleeves, and I don't know, it's just something she does, and it looks nice on her. No, no, not tattoos or anything. Does it look nice off of her? I don't know. Does she bang? Does she bang? <laughs> you know. <laughs> For some reason, I just you said that, and I thought of the Ricky Martin song. <laughs> she bangs. She bangs. I, I thought of the Chinese dude singing it. She banged. She banged. Oh god damn. Oh lord. She always wears a lot of That should do heroin. Does she shoot up? <laughs> no, she. As far as I know, she doesn't. She oh, seems very, very clean cut, and you know, but she's very, very flirty, and she's always wearing long sleeves. The herpes is spread. Right. <laughs> so this, dude, this new dude comes over to me, and he's a pretty cool guy. And he's like, "So what's with Haley?" I'm like, oh, "She's single, dude." But there is something you should know. <laughs> when she was uh, a kid, she she, <laughs> she, got, she was involved in this horrible fire accident. She has scars all over her body. It, I'm telling you, it looks like somebody took <clears throat> raw hamburger meat and just. It's horrible. It's, it's like horrible. You that scene from The Shining. She's <laughs> underneath the long, long sleeves. Oh, that I saw her lift up the, the shirt once, and it's just it's awful. It, it looks like <laughs> Freddy Krueger's cousin or something. <laughs> and he's like, oh, 
wow, fuck, I don't want to fuck that. I'm like, I don't blame you, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, see the hair? Not real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, later on that night, I saw an alien, like, get up on him and try to flirt with him or whatever, just kind of goes by. He just, like, sh- shook his head in disgust. <laughs> <laughs> This one's gonna come back to bite you yeah. in the ass. I hope so. In some fashion. <laughs> I hope so. I oh like Lord. what they do. I really do. She's I think that's one other thing that balls. The one other funny thing happened to me this week. Josh got me pretty good. I was eating a chilies with my wife for our anniversary. <clears throat> uh, my wife and I have been married for four years now. Good God. <laughs> but uh, I was like, Josh, like anything else we can get for you? And I was like, Yeah, blowjob from a two dollar hooker. And so he sends this girl over. And she says, Josh said you had two dollars for her? <laughs> 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 I, yeah. Did she, she look like a hooker? She, she kind of laughs and walks away. And I, I look at my wife and I'm like, what the fuck did she just say? And my wife's like, she said, Josh said you had two dollars for her. I was, and now she's like driving on by your house tonight on a bicycle. Where's my two dollars? Did no, you? I left it. I left a two dollar bill to tip for her, and then I left Josh a tip. <laughs> I told her it was about two. That's the great part. She's she's a pretty awesome chick. She'll go along with anything. <laughs> and she's hot. <clears throat> I said she was awesome. Didn't you hear me? <laughs> so that's what we lied about this week, and we're gonna talk about what we would do for. A thousand dollars. That's right. Yeah, I have to say everything. She bang. Yeah, she, she bang. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the rule of the thousand dollars, Jason, is you got first. Oh, okay, that's great. I got one. Pretty good. Let me take a. This uh, break is brought to you by Miller High Life. That is what we're drinking tonight. It's the champagne of beer. Jason got a twelve pack over. It's so. You good. just seen the new cans of Miller Light? The like they look like Red Bull. No. Like. No, but the Vortex bottles are great. <laughs> they're like, I don't know. They come in nine packs. No, but I was happy about the uh, Budweiser variety pack. I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of cool. So, pack. all right, I gotta preface my what I do for a thousand dollars. Let's say you're walking your dog. I'm walking my dog. Yeah. Okay, you're walking your dog, and, like and I'll yes, greatly. I'm walking my dog right now. <laughs> And your dog just decides he's going to lay a deuce down. All right. All right. Uh, well, here in Oklahoma, you know, it's pretty hot during the summertime. That deuce sits there in the sun, and it bakes. And I don't know if you've ever seen this, but after all, that shit turns white. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. I, you know, for a thousand bucks, I could I could definitely eat white dog shit. Sun-dried dog shit. It'd be like beef jerky of dog shit. And you're just saying you're gonna walk along, and there's gonna be a dude standing in the bushes, jumps out, and surprises the shit out of you, and you're like, "Oh, what the fuck?" And he's like, "I got this thousand dogs. <laughs> you eat, eat this that. white dog shit." Pointing down at the white dog shit. This I'd be like, "Okay." Huh. All right, so would you use so a spoon? You, nah, dude. You look around. Do you care at all? You put a bib on there. No, dude. Cause do you I do. You tape it at least. I like money, so there's a lot of things I would do. <laughs> Eating white dog shit is not that big of a deal. So big, give us a bigger deal then. Yeah, what else would you do for a thousand dollars? If that's not a big deal, give us one that's better. Give us like where's where's the line? If your clearance is, we'll come back to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so as you can see on my little notepad here, I see it. I have nothing that I could do for a thousand dollars this week, so I'm gonna use my old faithful that I had <laughs> saved up. I'm just gonna say my ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> 
But, well, I don't know. I could take it a little further. Does I she think... listen to this? Does she even know about it? Yeah, I told her about that. I don't know if she listened. I don't want to say something. But, uh, Does she know I'm on it? Uh, yeah, I told her that it's our podcast. Okay. But uh, I'll take it a step further. I would have a threesome with my ex-wife and Josh's ex-wife. Oh. oh. For $1,000. We made some bad choices when we were younger. I, would I do could say I, some I, things to make everyone uncomfortable. Please, I'm pretty sure... <laughs> If I, I was having this threesome, on, do it for podcast, Sam. I might mess up and hit Josh's ex-wife in the nostril instead. You would never see your hand again. Jerry Vanilla. Being that Josh is a Jew, he used to be attracted to chicks with big noses. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's true. I'll I don't know. Back. It's something distinguished about it. It's like power. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! It's like you like, remember that episode of Family Guy where Brian selling his script of his she's from the previous so season. He was sell, selling at the Fox or whatever, trying to get a pilot. And he makes a Jew joke, and then two guys are like, "Well, I don't know." And he turns head, and they have like the big and banana-sized Jew. And like, "Are you Jewish, Ron?" I don't know, Mike. He turns his head, and the other guy has the same thing going on. Are you Jewish, Ron? And they're like, "No, we're joking. We're Italian. You're all right." <laughs> hey, it was great. So what were we gonna say, man? Come on, you can't you can't tease and then not do it. What would you do for a thousand dollars? That's not what Josh is talking about. <laughs> I had nothing. I... You're you're lying. You just don't want to say it. You're right. Um, for this week, for a thousand dollars, I would let all three of you guys come in my nose. <laughs> right. All we need is three hundred thirty-three thirty-three. <laughs> like, I don't. One of you one nostril. One of you one nostril, and then the third one would get their choice. It would be like sloppy seconds. What if we all wanted to go in the same nostril? I would not allow. It. Don't we do this for free already? It would have to be at least twelve hundred then. <laughs> <laughs> need an extra two hundred for that one. So when it's in there, do you, do you snort rock it out? How are you like? Yeah, he snorts it. Probably. Ugh. I would swallow. Oh wow, that's worth a thousand right there. <laughs> just swallow from the. I nose. would swallow it, and then I would regurgitate it back onto my tongue and show yeah, you, and then swallow just lost it again. Like three of our listeners, <laughs> sure, like. Somebody just like did stop. You got an extra five hundred. I'll fucking come swap with him. <laughs> and then I'll snowball at the Clarence. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna start an empire right now. <laughs> There's probably already a website dedicated to exactly what I just described. Oh, I totally forgot what I was going to do for thousand dollars. <laughs> Oh, Joy by the way, fun. my $1,000 feat this week was inspired by an incident on season one of Party Down. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If you say Party Down one more time, I'm burning all the hair. Party Down! <laughs> Stop! We don't play with fire. We don't burn you. We're talking about vampires for half the show. It's anatomy. Hey. It's our other female anatomy. I don't know. That's fine. <laughs> Josh, what did you do this week for $1,000? I'm trying to remember what it was. I Jason, did you come up with something else? Oh, I've got one. Let's hear it. All right. <clears throat> to some, this may not seem worse than eating the white dog shit, but if you've experienced it, you would understand. Are you talking about blue balls? No. Um, okay, yeah, so... That sucks bad. So I work at a pizza place, and... Uh, yeah, you do. Um, one of the things we have to do at night is clean out the make line, which keeps all the products cool. And there's the microphone it dropped will, in this episode. It, yeah, it'll ice or up. Headphones. <laughs> it ices up, and then at night when we turn it off, it'll melt down and defrost, and the water drains off, and we have to drain the water. The problem with that is that cheese gets down in there, meat stuff gets down in there, and My when shrimp. you... Yeah, stuff like that, and it sits all day in this water, and sometimes it's hot in there, and so the water itself isn't cool. 
So you you drain this water out, and it is by far the most foul, disgusting thing. Like if some, I can be in the other part of the store, and I tell when someone just poured, like because it will just reek the entire place. It's exactly what you're talking about. I I would drink it for a thousand dollars, and that is terrible. Dude, that would make you the so smell sick of it for so long. I have a pretty strong stomach and nose, but the smell of that stuff makes me want to vomit. Right, for a thousand dollars, for a thousand dollars, would you funnel it into your asshole? I would funnel it into my asshole for. Thousand dollars. See, you haven't reached your line. See, like you <laughs> thought you did, but you go a little farther. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for a thousand dollars this week, I wouldn't answer my phone for a week, <clears throat> and when like the rent came due, you know, I would <clears throat> stop answering my phone until like the rent came due and people knocking on my door, and I'd see the whole family. I act like we were dead in the front row. <laughs> 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 Like summer school? Like summer school. That's awesome. You know what I watched last night? Summer school. I watched <laughs> Surf School. Sorry, Harlan Surf Williams. Surf School's awesome. Oh my god, that movie was so great. So somebody like, not good at all. Landlord, you know, opens up like, what the fuck? Just getting here, Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're late. <laughs> if you, if that videotape it. Right. See, everything that we do for a thousand dollars should be videotaped about saying actually. Yeah, we do okay, everything. Jason. <laughs> would you funnel this water into would you funnel the water into Clarence's ass and then therefore let Clarence shoot it like pushing a fart out of that ass directly into your mouth? Would you do that for a thousand dollars? I'm talking like full mouth on brown eye. How much is the you know publication of this video gonna make us in the long run? What you do with the video after the feat is is because see I'm thinking no no, no let's say a thousand dollars that's it that's the limit <sighs> potentially nothing <clears throat> no potentially the everything point, the whole point is you're getting this thousand so that's it that's where that's for a thousand dollars that's probably where that and not any farther <laughs> not that I know you can go any farther dingleberries oh <laughs> all right what what if we add a little bit of good stuff to it okay Clarence farts that shit into your mouth. But you're getting sucked up by a hot chick, and someone's hitting your toe with a hammer. This this is a doable. <laughs> like, how much does the sucking off part like build up more? It's it like, would offset because you <clears throat> really just kind of you would be limp as shit. And you would not be able to focus. It would just be like her playing with pink limpy. When did my know? ass become a prop? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. Now. In 1982, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Let's get on Twitter. We're an hour Oh wow! Yeah, I know. It's been a good one though. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Hey, we're gonna talk about magic. Yeah. So hey, well, really, we're done. We gotta pull yeah, it up. Yeah, we did them all. Okay. Yeah. Top five. Gotta pull it out. My top five this week. I wanted the best two drop non-creature like spells you want to play on turn two. That's not a creature in the new extended. What are the best ones? You want to go first? By your opinion. Yeah, it's mine. So yeah, I will go ahead and go first. Uh. Oh, oh, I wrote stuff down I wanted to talk about on here, and I never even looked at this. <laughs> okay, for my uh, honorable mention, uh, it, it didn't make the list pretty much because it's not legal in the double standard, the new extended. That was Lightning Helix. It's one of my favorite two drops of all time. <coughs> for one white and one red instant, you do three damage, gain three life. It's it's epitome of an awesome two drop. Uh, my number five, I uh, took this off the new spoiler. For M11, because by the time this podcast comes out, it will be it'll be out and being played. So it's uh, redirection. Oh yeah. Uh, back in uh, Ice Age, we got a card called Deflection. Back then, we loved it. It was amazing, uh, and it did the exact same thing, but for two more mana. And then we got twenty packs. 
And then we got Twin Cast, but that's not the same thing. I know, because it's this. The next one I think we got was Shun. Remember that? Shunt. Shunt. I believe it was from two Dark red and the colors from Dark Soul. Basically, what Redirection no, does uh, for for two blue as an instant, you just uh, you deflect the spell. You uh, choose new targets for a target spell, or yeah, just target spell, not ability. But yeah, it's pretty amazing that we could do that for two mana when we used to be excited about doing it for four, and then excited about doing it for three was shunned. And there's been a couple other variations of this card, but uh, now we're seeing the best one yet at two blue mana. Uh, but number four is one we already talked about as Bitter Blossom. No, we haven't talked about it during this, but we talked about it earlier. I don't know if it was during the podcast or not. Now, what does Bitter Blossom do? Um, hmm. it, it makes a lot of fairy rogues. Uh, for one in a blue, black. One in a black. It's an enchantment, and being your upkeep, you lose life and get a one-one fairy rogue. Black fairy rogue with flying. With flying, and yeah, it's really cool. And you lose life. It, yeah, I said that. <laughs> I remembered that part. I forgot to read it up. Uh, it was from Morning Tide, right? Mm-hmm. Right, okay. Um, my number three is an oldie but goodie. It's Mana Leak. Welcome back, Mana Leak, for one in a blue. My, uh, how we missed you. One in a blue instant. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually hate this card, but it is. It's seriously, it's good. It's something that the, the format needed. So here we are with Mana Leak again. Counter target spell, unless it's controller, plays, pays three more for that spell. So there you go. Uh, my number two is a personal favorite of mine, and I believe with this new double, this new double standard, the new extended, that this card's finally gonna see a lot more play. And there's some other cards gonna fuel it too. Uh, is Thousand Year Elixir? It's a little play and a little love here and there. I thought it cost three. No, it totally cost two. Uh, but it never really made it made the bigs, and I believe it. This is its opportunity. It's time to shine. So I'm calling it out on this one. It's going to see more play than Dark Tutelage. Uh, for two colorless, it reads. <laughs> I just made Clarence shake his head and hit his cranium. Uh, for two colorless, it's an artifact from Lorwyn. Yeah, from Lorwyn. Uh, it reads creatures that have a tap ability may use it the turn they come into play. So it's kind of like quasi haste. Like you know, producers and whatnot, and it also has ability where you can tap it to untap target creature. So there is so many ways to abuse this. So many ways to abuse this, and I'm thinking I'm seeing this as like if the Johnny Vengeance gets any play, this would be a great answer for that. So just wait, you guys will see more than Dark Tutelage. Saying it again. Mono black uh, is going to be so much better. You're so wrong. Suck my dick. Okay, mono black ge- is going to be good. It's going to be great. It's going to be a deck. It might even be tier one, but it will not play dark tutelage. Not yes, when they're signed in blood. Just it it's it's <clears throat> so not not good for mono black. So what you want to say? <laughs> I will say it again. Please do. I'll find both. I'll let you choose one of the things I've said I'll do for a thousand dollars. Yeah. I just want to point out thousand dollars like so three drop. Thank you. Oh, no shit, that sucks. It does suck because you were wrong. And it will it's never your come back. <laughs> Dark Tutelage. <laughs> that was the card that, like, one of the cards that inspired me to come up with this. Uh, you I suck. I know, right? Okay, I'm gonna change, uh, change it. I have a backup. I didn't even write it down. Cauldron Haze. Love <laughs> Cauldron Haze. Uh, for the what is the black white hybrid mana Orzov? Right. Orzov. It's one in one Orzov uh, instant. It says any number of creatures, yep. any number of creatures gain persist until end of turn. I'm pretty sure it's you control. You control, yes. It's so good. It's uh, better than Don- the better answer to Day of Judgment than Dolan's Escort. 
Easy. That's what, and day of judgment is going to be repaired. Day of judgment is um. Did you see that? I, didn't see that. I did not see that. I, haven't, I didn't get a look today. Yeah. Alright, yeah. So. Uh, and then my number one. Your number one. My number one is Halloween. Huh. All the goody. It, it'll. It's always been there, and it's always gotten play one way or another. And so, it's the rock of the two drops. Let's not discuss Howling Mine. Jason's not a fan. Hey, what do you think about Temple Bell as the new fixed Howling Mine? At a three drop, and you just tap it to make everyone draw a card. Jason, I'm talking to you. I already asked Josh this. Repeat the question. I was, too, <laughs> I was in gaze with Clarence. Yeah, you and Clarence are looking at each other like you're about to suck each other off. It was amazing. <laughs> he was gonna suck I kind of got off. hard just watching. Um. What do you think about Temple Bell, the new, the new fixed tally mine, if you will? I I have not seen it. Uh, it's an artifact for it's a three drop, and you tap it. When you tap it, each player draws a card. Mm, I would rather have something like a creature wise, like Kami the Crescent Moon, like we had in Kamigawa, something with that effect. That we'll never get to play in extended. Never. <laughs> no. Never ever. Didn't have the last few years to do that. Or was it five years? No, you could have. No done return of the owl. So, <laughs> <laughs> my top five, my number five is Honor the Pure, one white, one colorless, white creatures that you control, or is it? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's totally you control, it's totally awesome. Yeah. Uh, get plus one, plus one. Ooh, you can play K as Anthem in this new extent. I'm sorry, go on. Um, my number four, Luminarch Ascension, one white, one colorless, and if you aren't dealt damage, at the end of your opponent's turn, if you haven't been dealt damage, you may put a counter on it. After four counters, you can put one white, one colorless into it and get a 4-4 four, four flying angel token. Uh, my number three is Necrogenesis. One black, one green. You can tap two and exile target creature from any graveyard and put two a... Two creatures. No. Is it just one? Just one. Two... Two into it, exile target creature. From a graveyard, you put a 1 1 separately and just play your control. It's a great answer for a lot of things. Like Binge Vine! Yeah. Uh, my number two is. Uh, <coughs> Holly Mike, Sam Marty went over. Strong shit. <laughs> <coughs> my number one is Ruined Halo. Ruined Halo is too white and it says. You oh, know, I forgot about Ruined Halo. Ruined Sorry, man. Clarence is pointing out that I've used two or three of his. Uh, you you gain protection from the card of your choice. You name a card, you have protection from that card. Before I get into mine, I need to say that I was a little confused on the assignment. So was I. Um, I thought I was supposed to do two casting costs and non-creature things, so a lot of minor spells are not actually permanent. So minor spells? No. It'll be a you flavor. You nailed it. Clarence um, and Josh were the ones confused. You got it right. My, the idea was things you want to do on turn two. Um, I started out number five with punishing so on, fire. Punish. So on your number two, um, on your turn two, you want to manually? Yeah, so I'm I'm not, that, 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 that's, that's a perfect time to do, especially in current form. When you want to do that on with everything in so fast. Oh. On their turn three, not on your turn. Two. On the turn two phase. <laughs> you want you want to counter that fucking cobra, dude. That's that's the whole. You're not gonna win if you don't. You know that's if you're playing those colors. That's how it goes. Uh, uh, okay, if you don't know, you know, if you don't know what punishing fire is, it's, I know what punishing it, okay. fire is. Two damage, and you can buy it back for a red if they're playing against life. Exactly, and to me, it's kind of the thing that red lost big with this is sulfuric vortex. Oh um, yeah. 
So this good. this is not as we good. Lost that two years ago, dude. It's that was not scorched. as it's not as good, but it, it is some sort of a uh, they play kitchen. But fans. it gets everlasting torment. The new ley line. Well, that's, yeah, that's true. That's some something like that. I still think Punishing Fire would be it's a good fit in red. Dude, no, yeah. it is. We only have a few more months. We can use Grove to burn Willis and Punishing Fire. Let's all do it. <laughs> yes, there you go. Um, my number four, I have Ruined Halo. Uh, just. Awesome. It's just awesome. I can't believe you guys all three have that on your it's list. A catch I forgot about it, and I played the shit out of that. It's a catch-all, man. Uh, three, I have Terminate. Um, the, this, if you, if I mean, I don't necessarily know that black-red combination is gonna be a big thing, but oh. it's still one of the <laughs> it better. It's is. gonna be one of the better, one of the better removal spells in the format. What does it do? Tells us. Uh, one red, one black, instant destroy target creature. Can't be regenerated. Which isn't it? it I, Probably never gonna see it again because of the line of text that the creature can't be regenerated. You notice we haven't seen that in so long. Um, my number two is Mana Leak because, well, I like countering stuff and we've missed it for a while. <laughs> and then number one, I don't know why. I think that everyone should have it number one, but I'm just biased probably. Bitter Blossom. It's just. I don't. I've never he's played a, fairies. I, I will not rogue. play fairies, but I just know that. That's probably the best turn to play in extended. Just no matter what, just they need to answer it pretty quickly. Or it gets bad. Imagine playing Lotus Cobra and the Bitter Blossom on your turn too. Okay, so my top five. I thought the list was non-creature permanents. Two, two casting cost permanents. Well, the way it was touched out was two non-creature drops. Okay, but my honorable mention, I I did. Uh, a spell, something. I don't know. It's something. Uh, it was Grape Shot from Time Spiral. Cause it's fun. I thought Grape Shot cost one. No. Two. Two. One red, one colorless. Storm. Do one point of damage to target creature. Gotta yeah, love that storm. Uh, and then for my top five, my number five is Honor the Pure. Uh, okay. Josh already talked about it, and it's awesome. Uh, number four, a card that I think will be good is Pyromancer's Ascension. Because it's already kind of had the, the combo build with it, and you just get better sorcery and instance it's to so use with it. It's just so hard to get active. With, with Mana being legal, legal again, and uh, it's, yeah, it's going to be better. Uh, my number three, I will say Bitter Blossom and be done with it. My number two is Mindstone. Two casting cost artifact and tap to add a mana. One and tap and sack it to draw a card. It's just good. And my number one is Rune Halo. <laughs> Rune Halo is awesome. Rune Halo is a beast. <laughs> so I all talked about Rune Halos and Bitter Blossoms. <laughs> so in this new double extended, double standard, new extended thing that we've been discussing, coming in. What do you guys think about the card Amulet of Vigor? Finally, come like being used. Okay. Other than the card does. Okay, it's yeah. a one casting cost artifact that says any permanents are coming in play. Tap it. Tapped. Come in play untapped instead. Uh, it's been used with border post and, you know, fetch land. Uh, not fetch, but. Um, uh, tricolored? Not tricolored. That too, but. Oh, the, the main lands? Yeah. What's main. it called? Temple. Is For any basic. Ferromorphic? Oh, okay. Thank you. Evolving wilds. Right, it makes those alright. 
but now now we got this new extended where like the one problem that people had especially in the Lorwyn block was all the damn vividly and coming into play tapped so uh, here we have an answer to that and it, you could also there's there's two or three other cards that you could take advantage of with this have you like uh, thanks to M11 like you guys have seen uh, the re the skeletons what are they called the reconstructing skeletons yeah uh, this is the, the new Dread Skeletons, the uh, 2.0. <laughs> God damn it, what are they called? I think you got the, you're reconstructing. reconstructing skeletons. Is it really? Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah, because, you know, the thing the thing that's uh, going to break them a lot... Uh, I don't think so, man. Well, I mean, think about it. Okay, if you're going to do this combo deck when you're going to be behind them back, uh, you could make some use of it, like with making it a tap outlet or something. Well, in my opinion, I don't think that's a good card. Especially now that we got... Other uh, what's I the think point? Amelina Bigger? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Amelina yeah. Bigger doesn't necessarily suck. It doesn't have a quotation yet. I don't think it's good enough to put into a, a Bitland deck. I don't think that's a reason. Okay. Well, no. But you, it can allow you to use a couple of other spells that that would uh, further your cause that prior you would not, wouldn't even consider. Like this new Serpent from M11 to three four five five. He comes into play tapped. Uh, he can't attack unless your the guy controls five or more islands. That's the drawback. So. Basically, having a three mana five five come to play and taps, that, that's pretty amazing. Flying, yeah, yeah, it's flying. The guy still has to control five, five islands. islands. So <laughs> How hard is that right now? Spreading seas, come on. No, there has to be five islands in play. Not, not uh, no, not just he. Sorry, five islands in play. You say you get merging seas there. You're still, good. still okay. I'm just man, the credible. The application is <laughs> terrible. I've seen uh, emulative vigor actually. Uh, emulative vigor. I've, I've used it actually in a border post deck where it was all right, but um. I don't know. It, like, I wasn't stunned by it. It helped I when I had it out, but it felt like a waste of cards. There's, oh, yeah. there's probably some other cards out there, too, that I, I'm just not thinking of. Well, right not now. even. You can, you yeah, unless you're going to point out uh, something that's going to break it more than the only you know, thing accelerating your mana. There is there is so many ways to break this new skeleton card. I think Evil and Bigger might be what puts no. some of the combos over the edge. Why are you sack it, man? Well, okay. How many times are you going to sack it, though, when you have to pay two to bring it back? Okay, how about uh, with... uh, uh... Yeah. Tell us what it does, though. We're in the The new fucking... Hounds. Uh... You sack a creature and it gets 2-2, two, two, but it's a 2 for a 1-1. One, one. I have no idea what it's called. <laughs> Your android needs a new power supply, dude. I don't know. <laughs> it needs an oil bath. Uh, <laughs> but anyways... What are we talking about? Sacking the creature to get a plus Some 2 Some terrible card. And, right. yeah, Sam's just, trying to say that the reconstructing sultans is a good card, and he's giving us a reason why, but... It sounds like you're going through a lot of crappy cards to make this I just see, okay, there's probably combos out there that I'm not even thinking of for. There's, Maybe. There's hey, while you're doing that, I'll just play fairies. <laughs> right. You just said you'll never play fairies. Yeah, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Has anybody got a memorable game of Magic they want to talk about? <sighs> I didn't play Magic this week, and I don't really... Yeah, I'll, I'll talk about my most I, recent memorable one. Okay. It was, a, my, it, was, it was great for my opponent and terrible for me. Um, I... I'm, it's a standard deck I'm playing. It's a green token, like Eldrazi spawns, and then Overrun. He was playing like a big Eldrazi type deck, and I had some, a bunch of dudes out, and I overran, and he had quite a few blockers, and he was able to survive, and I had him at two, so I had him dead next turn. Any top decks all of de- all this dust. 
which, of course, for him was great because he had big, huge, drowsy guy out, and uh, I'm all mono green. So that was memorable for me because, you know, he... I think all he had his two, dust it, it really does. That's it. <laughs> I have a memorable game of magic that I'd like to talk about. Sure. I wasn't involved in it, but I was watching this game one time. <laughs> I was back in uh, Kamigawa Block, was in Standard. And the, we went to regionals, and this guy was playing Al. And, uh, Let's talk about it. <laughs> and, uh, so I'm watching this guy play Al, and he kind of looks sleepy. Mm-hmm. What is Al? Uh, Ebony Al Matsuki. I, I don't really remember what the card... What does the card do? Uh, that card, uh, it's two casting cost artifact that says uh, if your opponent has seven... Uh, Seven or more cards in their hand at the beginning of their upkeep, they take four damage. And it's, it's from Saviors. How was the deck built, though? Like, a uh, bunch of Howling Minds, uh, Common oh, Crescent man. Moons, Boomerangs, Eye of Nowhere, a bunch of Bounce, Keep their hand Remands, and you went through Al Re-kill. and Sudden, Al and sudden, sudden Impact. impact. And sudden Impact is? It's a one red, three colorless instant, which will do damage to your opponent, equal number of cards in their hand. So I'm watching this game. And the the L player, he's kind of tired looking. He's been through I think seven rounds already, and he's uh, pretty close to the top. I mean, probably the table three, table four. Yeah, and I notice he's not keeping track of his opponent's life total. And I look over, and his opponent is at uh, like six life. And I look back over at this L player and. He's got a sudden impact in his hand and passes the turn and his opponent draws and has, like, nine cards in his hand. So all he had to do was cast sudden impact to win the game and go on to maybe top eight, pretty close to top eight. <coughs> he doesn't do it, ends up losing the next turn. Jason, who was that player? I, I don't know. He's a fucking tool, though. He does this <laughs> quite frequently. Uh, yeah, that was me. I remember that in more recent regionals where uh, the same player was playing. <laughs> I, I don't remember. I don't remember the decks like or the the cards specifically like you do, but I remember that uh, he had one Antinomancer in play and one in his graveyard. His opponent was at three life, and he had seven mana available, and he was dead next turn to some flyers, but. And he had one non-basic land in play. No, he had one flyer. I think it might. It was just I can't remember. It was one flyer. So if he was able, to, so if he would have noticed the life total of his opponent, he could have bought back his Anthemancer, done the one damage, attack with both Anthemancers, to do get the other two win, thus winning the game. And he was at one of the top tables. I think it was like eleven to fourteen, somewhere in there. But he passes the turn and dies. Yep. Love Jason Smith. We love to watch him play. There's like five of us behind him, and we he's all such a good saw player. Him. He's such a good player until about round seven of the Swiss <laughs> tournament. In the most recent nat- national qualifiers, he's always higher up than it. We've always already Jay- dropped, and we're watching him play. So that you know, he's pretty good. If you didn't listen to our episode seven or don't remember when I was talking about national qualifiers, and I played a particular Jason Smith, and we both had one loss at the time, I believe, yeah. we had the same yeah. record, and we were both at near the top. I think we're at like no. Table. Actually, we were both uh, undefeated, undefeated at that point. Oh, okay, we we're both undefeated. I and it was like round three only though. Yeah, and uh, so I asked him. I was like, we should just draw. 
because, like, you know, there's no reason for us to play each other. I want us both to win right now. I ended up beating him because he didn't want to draw. But and then he ended up not losing another match like the rest of the tournament. And then I ended up losing three. And he most likely would have made top eight. No, what's what's a draw instead of no. a loss. Well, that's possible. What, what's great about that is I had been following the people, that, the rest of the top players going in, thinking of, okay, what could I possibly play in this last round? Because it came down to a round where I was like, okay, i got to win this, and I can draw in at this point. <laughs> last round they played the and, uh, and I said, there's one guy I do not want to play because he's main decking Wall Denial and Wall of Omen. And who do I get matched up against? This guy. In both games, what does he drop? Like, double Wall of Omen. I'm just like, I'm playing Red Deck Win, so it's just like... Featuring Kiln Fiend. Woohoo! This is, yeah, Kiln Fiend. This is a good tech, dude. I was saying it then, and people were laughing at that card, but you know what's funny now? Look at all the Red Deck Wins decks that are winning. I'm not playing Kiln Fiend. Oh, whatever. They <laughs> are, too. <laughs> they are. Yeah, how are you going to say that you're not sure if Black Red's going to be a good... Are you kidding me? No, he doesn't say he's not sure. He just doesn't know. Fulminator? I don't know. Definitely not. Know. Yeah, not Fulminator. <sighs> That's a master in lightning. Love Fulminator Mage. But you know what would make Fulminator Mage better? If he had, I mean, the fact that he's an elemental is what sold me on him. I, I love it. But what if he had? What is Fulminator Mage? He's uh, he. Oh, I don't. What's the black red hybrids? I don't remember. I, I like to use the actual names of them that they made in the Ravnica Ra block. Black red. Rakdos. Rakdos. Thank you. He was two Rakdos and one colorless elemental for a two-two. You can sacrifice him to blow up a non-basic land. He was a he was a wasteland with legs. Absolutely. with Revlark. Yeah. And he had like it was great. He just needed one more thing. I think because he's an elemental, he should have bands with other elementals. How 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 great would that be? What is banding? What is it? What is banning? God, that's an excellent question. We need to we need to write Sheldon an email and ask him to explain banning to us. How's that sound? Uh, maybe. Uh, well, uh, how about next time? We'll just talk about banning. 